Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Flyers podcast for Tuesday, December 21st, your daily dose of Flyers news analysis and high quality content that honestly cannot believe there is, in theory, a game tonight. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. As of recording, there is. Thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Flyers. Keep up to date on all the Flyers news and our episodes. You can also email us at LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. I am Rachel. You can find me on Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here with Russ, who's on Twitter at Sportsology. On today's show, we are going to talk about the latest Flyers news as of recording and get into our matchup versus the Caps tonight and do our weekly Phantoms check-in. Locked on Flyers is free and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you are listening. So subscribe and you will get all of our episodes. All right, Russ. So Chuck Fletcher held a press conference yesterday, and it was nice to see him, honestly, (laughs) kind of show up. Um, He's only been doing that at very key moments. So um, it it was just nice to have him available for questions. I could see he was frustrated the other night, even though they got the win, uh, because I looked over a few times and he was writing down a lot of information. So He was not thrilled with with that game, even though they won. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it, obviously, on yesterday's show, that there were some really good things about it, but there were some also some concerning things about it. I I get it, Chuck. But what we did learn is that Kevin Hayes was added to the Flyers uh, COVID protocol list, and he was kind of removed mid-practice, from what I understand, which does not bode well for... Other players, I think, also testing positive maybe tomorrow or today or tomorrow. We're in a bad spot right now. I kind of wish the league would have just paused everything. I think that would have been a better idea than trying to get a few more games in. I mean, at this point, I don't think the Olympics are happening, so there'll be some opportunity to make these games up. But it just feels like it's being forced at this point. It really does. I mean, you know, he said that all the guys are masking up when they're not on the ice or working out, but transmission is more likely when they're on the ice or working out. So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure how that helps in this situation. But um, he also said that Max Wellman and Morgan Frost are doing fine, which I I hope that is good. (laughs) I'm not sure what doing fine means. But I I also think that it's you know, it's hard for them to talk about it. And it's people's medical information. So I get it. But he did talk about some of the uh, injury side of things, which was good. Um, Derek Broussard is apparently day to day at this point, uh, which is different than week to week. So I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Sean Couturier had a maintenance day. So he was not on the ice at practice. And much as we had surmised, he has been playing through injuries all year thus far and yeah so, he's got a he's not holding a stick right like he's got a yeah. hand you know like there's he's making adjustments to his game just to be able to play again so I give him credit yeah it's one of those things where he is definitely you know a, a tough guy in terms of you know playing through injuries and I you know I, I certainly hope he'll be 
okay in the long run, but he's doing really well, all things considered. Yeah, no, no, no question about it. But there's a key update that I'm sure you're going to let us know about about a certain player. You know, it is Phantoms Tuesday. So Wade Allison is one of those guys that we wish we'd be talking about what's happening on the ice, but off the ice, uh, he's got an elbow injury. Uh, He went into the boards really awkwardly in one of the games uh, and he's being seen by a specialist, but no update as to, you know, any chance of return. Yeah, I'm not looking for Wade Ellison this season. I'm just not. No. For me, honestly, one of the more interesting things that Chuck had to say was that there was no update on any potential additions to the coaching staff for now. That I guess with everything else going on, they're not making it a priority. He specifically said he hasn't talked to anybody about the positions yet. And the group is just focused on getting the team better at this point. Yeah, I don't don't like that. I, I don't like it either. Yeah, I mean, it's getting a little better, but making baby steps isn't necessarily going to do anything because, again, like players are like, hey, things are going better. Like I saw quotes Ivan Provorov saying, things are going better, but hopefully we, you know, it doesn't all just stop with COVID here. And it could. And so then, then what? That whatever little momentum you might feel like you have now, you're not going to have again. But I did see... Um, I did see Olivia Olivia Rainier um, did update on Ryan Ellis, saying that Chuck said it's week to week, doing better. He's been skating a little bit, so that's progress. He's feeling better. Clearly, he won't play before the break, but once we come out of the break, we're hopeful that he, he'll be closer to playing. Like, this is like... That means nothing. It, it, it's word salad. It's it, it literally means that he's not playing until the break, and then when it's out of the break, he's not playing. And maybe he'll play sometime in the future. Like, that's really what we're looking at. And I'm not mad at Ryan Ellis. I'm just like, the nature of this injury, it would have almost been better if it were operated on, whatever it is. I don't know. I, I do want to go back to the coaching situation, though. Yes. Because I think that, for me, even if the team is making incremental steps in the right direction, we, we know it's... Like you said, it's not moving very quickly. And if they're going to change personnel with different potential assistant coaches or or whatever, then you're making incremental steps in a system that may be blown up. Yes. So what is the point? That that is my concern there, that a new coach could come in, whether it's a new head coach or new assistants could come in and want to try different things and – like, why are we wasting time on stuff that isn't making broad stroke changes? It's just making small incremental changes. And not that I'm upset with them winning. I'm I'm not. It's right. just, I, I just concern about the breadth of this season. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, look, they're not beating the hardest teams. They're not winning in most convincing fashion. So I get the trepidation. It, it's almost like Mike Yo is here on a try-to-buy basis. And... Like, I don't know how many times you've done that in your life, but, you know, most of the time, it's like... It's not it, enjoyable. No. And it's just... And it, and and this is where I think it's worrisome for the fans because it doesn't give you any reason to think things are definite because you kind of wonder now, let's say they lose their next three, then what? Is, is that it? Mike, you out? Then is Chuck going to start looking? Like, to me, he should have brought in somebody... No matter what. And if that somebody has 
head coaching experience even better. So this way, if you don't like what Mike Yo is doing, you say, hey, Mike, you know what? Can you go back to being an assistant? We're going to move in. You know, we'll just say Charlie because we hired Charlie. And, and that would be better because at least there would be a plan to sort of save the season. Right now, the plan is, hey, if this plan works, we've saved the season. If not, I don't know. Like, it just seems like that's where we're at. It's not a great plan. No, and I do want to be cognizant of the fact that everything is in chaos right now. I mean, it is. And so to expect them to make a significant move in the midst of this is probably unrealistic. An assistant coach isn't significant, though, at least no, in my and eyes. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is like to say that they have not had conversations or reached out to anybody about it, I think is negligence. It's close to it. All right. Well, we will talk a little bit about the game that should be happening tonight uh, coming up next. But uh, as you mentioned, just want to make sure uh, we did note uh, around the Olympics that the NHL did suspend all of the cross-border games mm-hmm. in order to, you know, make it so that Canadian and American teams could be in their home countries for the holidays, um, and that they will probably be making a final statement on the Olympics at some point today, if not tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. But before we talk about the Caps game, you know, you listen to our podcast for the power of knowledge about the Flyers, you're going to switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. With Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all of our latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. You'll get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save at Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Once again, thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all of your podcasting platforms. All right, Russ. So just, you know, a quick preview of tonight's game versus the Washington Capitals, uh, which is, as of recording time, one of three of the originally 10 scheduled games to go in tonight. So uh, hopefully it'll be a good one because I think a lot more people will be watching it given all the other postponements. But Prior to this, uh, the Caps lost to the Kings 3-2 on Sunday. In a very Flyers-like fashion, they failed to convert on their power plays, but also gave up a shorthanded goal, because why not? Um, (laughs) Before that, they beat the Jets, they lost to the Blackhawks, and they won in a shootout against the Sabres. Uh, As of recording, they had three guys on their COVID list to keep an eye on that, see if any other people get added, but right now it's uh, Kuznetsov, Backstrom, and TJ Oshie. Well, what's interesting is I just had like a Russian source tell me, and again, a lot of times Russian players will say things to the Russian media and not to to the American media, and Evgeny Kuznetsov and Dmitry Orlov uh, 
basically didn't think it was a good idea to it was worth it to get vaccinated because the NHL keeps getting games canceled anyhow. So what's the point of getting vaccinated? Like that's the the paraphrasing. And so Kuzmetsov's on the list. It's like so I guess he's feel I guess he feels like, well, if if I did you know, if I'm gonna be on the list anyhow, why did I get vaccinated? And of course our answer is, well what if you got really sick if you didn't weren't mm. vaccinated? But I get the frustration with players, right? But Hey, if, if they're going to be off their game because of this, because they're angry about it, I mean, maybe they have more angry players about it than the Flyers do. They're, they're playing good. I mean, Ovi's playing great. Uh, he really is. Like, he is on a mission, I think, to make up for lost time. He is. We uh, Discussing on another show, it is kind of amazing the way he's scoring goals and how at his age he's doing them. I mean, honestly, though. I still don't think he's breaking Gretzky's record because, you know, somebody said, well, you could do it in five years, get 33 goals a year. And it's like, yeah, that's if he's no injuries. He's been relatively injury free. But, you know, it kind of went that way for a long time for Gretzky, too. And then he did have one one injury and then he had to come back from it. And then his neck just went bad. I mean, you never know what's going to happen to a player, even in this era when they could train in different ways a lot better. But. The one they have to face now is very dangerous. That's apparent. But anyhow, I'm really impressed with with the Caps. The um, just the way they're playing defense, they actually are uh, much better than I think people thought they were going to be, and they've really hung in Me there. Me included. Yeah. I, I will 100% cop to underestimating them this year. I didn't only because when they sent Michael Kempney down, I was like, boy, they've got to feel really good about this group if they're sending him down, and he was recovering. Um, from an Achilles injury, so sometimes you really want to give a guy longer amount of time to to get well from that. But he's an offensive guy, and and he was doing okay in preseason. But you know, kids like Feyerbahri, and they just they Carlson never gets talked about enough. He really doesn't. But yeah, they've really they've held it together offensively. Their goaltending's been good, no matter who they're using. And I think Backstrom is back now, right? Oh, he's on the COVID list. Oh, he's on the COVID list, though. Yes, that's right. He came back. It's so hard to keep track mm-hmm. of the COVID list. I so, know. So I guess maybe he won't be in this game. But, you know, if Ovechkin's in the game, you got to worry about it. And it's true. It's like it is even hard to figure out who's actually going to be in the lineup. All right. Well, we will see how it goes tonight, you know, given that there'll definitely be a lineup adjustment. And... Uh, due to Kevin Hayes being out, at least. And that's a good transition into the Phantoms, because who are they going to call up? Well, one of the guys on the Phantoms that's had a really strong run of games, and that's Connor Bonneman. Yeah, he's starting to show his his scoring potential down, at least in the AHL. He could score in in juniors. Uh, I remember seeing him play there and and maybe it was because he was a bigger guy and he could sort of, you know, get in close. But, you know, one of the goals he scored uh past few days was a nice wrist shot that I haven't seen him really trying on cork in a while. And it was almost just like, hey, it, you know, nobody wants to shoot here. All right, give me the puck. I'll shoot it. And he took it down. Well, he took it down the ice and shot it. And it was nice because it was like maybe he's gaining more confidence. Uh, You know, Cam York made a nice pass to him. He was sort of on the, the side of the net. That was another nice goal. You could just see that he's giving you everything you'd want in that kind of play that deserves a call-up. Yeah, his goal on Friday was a hell of a snipe. Like, it it was just confident, and the shot placement was perfect. It was a really nice goal. And so, 
you know, even without the circumstances of Kevin Hayes being out, I would definitely have put him at the top of the list for a call up at this point. I'll give you one other that I think you could call up again if it were me, but it does seem like the Flyers are doing things very incrementally slow. And if Keith Yandel's still in the lineup, which I think he is, okay. But you know what? I might even bring up Clendenning at this point and, and, you know, just bring him up. He doesn't have to play the power play, but he does look pretty good. He's skating well. He's passing well. He might make fewer mistakes than Yandel at this point. And he is, you know, another guy that can get the puck out of the zone. So if you put him with Connaughton, uh, mm-hmm. Connaughton can play the more defensive role, which is fine. And he can bring up the puck up the ice, too. Obviously, he's good at that. And I still think you have something better than just having Keith Yandel there. But that's just me. Yeah, and we've been talking about how Clendenning has been actually helping elevate Cam York's game. Yes, definitely. So if you're going to you know, bring somebody up who's elevating other people's games, I mean, you can't go wrong with that, right? No. All right, so just a, a quick summary of what's going on in Phantoms land. They actually played two games. Mm -hmm. Uh, This past weekend, which was nice. Uh, One of their games was postponed, the game against Belleville. But uh, they played a game against Hartford on Friday, which they won 3-1. to And that's where that great uh, Connor Bunneman goal was as well. And um, I also want to talk about Maxim Shushko's empty net goal at the end of that game, which was delightful. He was like on his knees and like spun around backwards (laughs) and just kind of did this crazy backhand shot from just inside the Phantoms defensive zone at the blue line and it went in it was he's such a likable kind of hilarious I know he he is I interviewed him once and he talked about how in his home country like the uh the main dish is like a potato dish and he loves it and looks forward to going back there and eating it and I forget the name of it now it was something like patoika you know it was something weird but um just stuff like that he's just a I really want this guy to make it someday I do he's he's a good kid um, on Saturday, they had a makeup game against the Rochester Americans, which they lost four to three in a shootout. Um, this was a bit of a roller coaster game where they had like a, a really strong game for, you know, I would say like two thirds to three quarters of the game. But then they let a two to one goal lead slip and Rochester tied it up and went ahead. And then luckily the Phantoms forced overtime with an extra skater goal uh, from Garrett Wilson, less than a minute to go. Um, ultimately, like I said, losing in the shootout, but at least they they got a point out of it and uh, now have a four-game point streak going. Can you believe it, Russ? No, that's really good. And it does seem like the players have stepped up. The one thing I've noticed, and I didn't get to watch a ton of this game, but I was watching some video of it, uh, it does seem like they still have trouble at times with offensive zone possession for any length of time. And mm-hmm. that is, you know, that's systemic in the Flyers organization, period. You kind of wish that they could get that working in both on both teams. I absolutely agree with you there. It's uh it's a little bit problematic, but much like the Flyers, they're making some small incremental improvements and, you know, going from being the worst team in the league to being almost the worst team in the league, but with a four game point streak is honestly, it, it is a good sign. And, it is. You know, I kind of make light of it, but they are playing much better overall. And a lot of guys are starting to stand out in a way that they hadn't before, you know, some, some of which we've already talked about. So, uh, you know, that, that is a good sign. You know what I'd like it to, I'd say it's a good sign. Like if you're, 
in in the Great British Bake Off, and it's the part where they don't know whose you know pie they're tasting, and you get like fourth. The technical challenge. The technical challenge, right? And you get like fourth, and Hollywood tastes it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a little soggy, but you know, it's not bad." And that person's like, "Like, all right, you know what? At least I wasn't like sixth or seventh." I think it's like that. <laughs> yes, that is a very apt comparison. All right, so when we return, we're going to talk a little bit about the goaltending situation with the Phantoms and uh, some other guys that we haven't mentioned yet. Well, one thing you don't want to bet on is who's going to be in net for them on any given night. But Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so getting into the goaltending situation for the fandoms right now, it's a little dicey. It really is. <laughs> uh, of course, we knew that Felix Sandstrom got the emergency backup call-up for the Flyers on Saturday, even though he had like really just come back to be able to play from a sinus infection illness. And... Uh, lo and behold, Sam Erson was back in the lineup. And so he was a backup to uh, Pat Nagel for the first game of the weekend on Friday. And then on Saturday, he played a grand total of two periods in that game, but left with an injury, which ugh, it was his first game in seven weeks. And um, as of recording, I'm not sure what the injury was if it was or something new or the same injury but it was such a shame because despite having been out for all that time he had a really strong game I mean he had stopped 21 of 22 shots there was a breakaway that he had stopped so I, I was thinking oh he's looking really good this is great news and then no yeah it's I was noticing it online when I was at the Flyers game and I was just like feeling so bad for him because it's like you know, he just got back. He's playing well. Again, it does happen with goalies. It's hard. Goalie injuries are hard. It, it's it, especially if it's a reaggravation, which is what it mostly is with goalies. You know, it's rare when they get like a totally different injury and they're back at it. It's just it's it's such a hard position on your body. So yeah, I, I felt I felt for the kid. You know, they do currently have two games on the schedule coming up for this week one tonight which is a makeup game uh, against Hershey and then tomorrow night also at Hershey uh, that was a regularly scheduled game before the Christmas holiday break Uh, again we'll see if either of these games happen but if they do with it back to back um, Nagel's obviously going to play one but I'm not sure if Ustamenko is going to be the guy for the other one, but I I would hope it would be. I think at some point he needs to kind of, you know, get seen that way. And, you know, we can kind of all and and then too gauge where he's at. It would be nice if it were Ustamenko, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. 
All right. So just a couple of other guys that we should talk about because they're always in the conversation. And that's our uh, the continuing saga of our two defensive prospects that we're keeping an eye on, Igor Zamula and Cam York. And I, at least from my perspective, I still think Zamula has the edge, but York is definitely catching up to him. Yeah, he is. I noticed on um, on the one Bunneman goal that you like, the snipe, York really opened up some ice for him. And I think... That's something where if he could do that and he were able to translate that to the NHL level, because he used to be able to do that pre-NHL, that's something where that helps your offense. It helps it every, you know, that's where your defense really could help your offense. And Zamula looks good. He looks good on the power play. Like, he's skating well. I, I, I still think he does have the slight edge, but I know the fans would rather see York. But you know what? I really want York to be really ready. That's my issue. To your point, York's vision is getting a lot better. I yeah. think he's anticipating things a lot better than he was at the beginning of the season. And he's kind of being the center or the driver of a lot of plays and zone exits as opposed to being more of a trailer that he was earlier in the season. And with Zamula, I just, yeah, he's he's getting faster, I think, too. Yeah, I think he's, you know, I notice him especially with getting back on broken plays he is just always right there where he needs to be in terms of, you know, making that key defensive play, which, you know, I think for a guy that's also good offensively is nice to see. And he's also worked a lot in the off season with Ivan Provorov. So at least, and I'm not suggesting they'd be paired together, but if you, you know, if he's on the bench with Provorov, Provorov could, could help him and maybe, you know, and this isn't an, any knock against Cam York, but if these guys have some sort of connection, it may be easier for him to to catch on to some things. Hopefully, you know, both these teams get some nice time off and some recovery time, you know, after the couple of games this week. And uh, we can come back after the Christmas holiday and, and see a stronger Phantoms team overall. That would be nice. All right, wrapping things up with our Flyers fun thing. You know, you if you're still shopping and you need a last-minute gift for someone, um, this is actually a gift that I can personally recommend. There are on Etsy all sorts of different custom Flyers shoes that you mm-hmm. can get out there. Some of them are more like athletic shoe style. Some are high tops. Some are like Converse style. Um, but the the ones in the link in the show notes in particular, I actually have in white and they're so comfortable and they're light. And I love having flyer shoes. Um, I especially sometimes like wearing them to road games in New York where I live and, and they tend to stand out. Oh, yeah. And they do stand out and the white do look good. I, I, I'm just at the point where it's like, listen, if I'm wearing a jersey and a hat, then why not wear the shoes too? You know, you don't have to have the watch and every little thing, but it's like if the shoes stand out, it does look good. It does. And that means, and it's fun. It's just fun to wear. And just like coordinating it with your jersey, I think just makes it even more fun. Yep. All right. That'll do it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of tonight's game versus Washington, and we'll have our mailbag. So, um, we're looking for some good questions heading into maybe the new year. Like, what what do you want to know going into 2022 for the Flyers? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us your questions via Twitter at LockedOnFlyers, or you can email us at LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. 
I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at rmiriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M. I'm Russ. I'm at Sportsology, S-P-O-R-T-S-O-L-O-G-Y. You made us your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all of your sports gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Have a great day.